You're listening to VO Stories, Episode 109. Hi, I'm Tina Zaremba, voiceover talent, mentor, and good old-fashioned storyteller. I believe we all have a story to tell. We can all learn from one another. I created this podcast for you, the VO artist who's ready to embrace all that your VO journey has to offer. You'll be inspired, informed, and transformed as you learn from industry experts, VO talents, and my insights from 15 years in the industry, having voiced national commercials to promos and everything in between. Success in voiceovers is more than just a snazzy voice, and this podcast will help show you the way. Thanks for listening. Hello, friends. Well, here we are again, another episode of VO Stories. As I mentioned in my last episode, I am going to be pivoting the podcast and having some more deeper conversations, shall we say. Maybe it doesn't seem like it's completely uh, some of the topics connected to the voiceover industry, but I assure you there is a connection. These next two episodes are going to be about racism and voiceovers and beyond and how we can be a part of that solution. This episode is with my dear friend, talented Sherry Pullum of Pullum Productions. I've asked Sherry to moderate a conversation that we're going to be airing an episode with five other talented Black women in the entertainment industry who are going to be giving their perspectives, their experience of what it's like to be a woman of color in the entertainment industry where they feel the entertainment industry needs to go, and how we, how we all can be a part of the solution here, how we can help heal. So today's conversation is with Sherry Pullum, who will be moderating that conversation that you'll hear in the next couple of weeks. And I asked Sherry, one, because she's a dear friend, two, because she is a person of color. And to be truthful with you, I feel like I've been schooled in white exceptionalism for about five minutes. So I just didn't feel comfortable moderating that conversation. But I wanted you, my listeners, to get to know Sherry and love her as much as I do and hear a little bit about her experience and where she's coming from. Without further ado, here's our chat. Sherry Pullum, thank you so much for joining me today on VO Stories. Tina Z, you know, I always call you that fondly, so... Tina Z, I am grateful and honored to be here. You are one of my best girlfriends, and we've known each other forever. You were in my wedding, how many, 19 plus years ago. <laughs> Why don't you tell our tell the listeners a little bit about, I mean, I can tell them who you are, which is an amazing, fabulous, awesome actress, writer, creator, producer, host, but could you talk a little bit about your background in entertainment, in acting, in um, writing, in your show, Dreamers Unite? Sure. Well, as you said, and thank you so much for that um, intro compliments, Tina. Thank you. I appreciate it. And right back at you. So as you said, I'm an actress. Uh, My background really started in marketing, but I always knew that I was an actor on the inside. And finally, I had an opportunity to meet someone and start my path onto a professional career of acting. So I'm grateful for that. So I've done commercial and voiceovers and stage and now I'm expanding some television work and independent film work. 
So I'm grateful that um, I'm expanding not only my acting, but my writing into uh, television in terms of I've written a television series for myself, which is now being currently pitched. And I am so grateful for it. It really is about my journey as a mom, a wife, uh, a woman, a human being on this planet and trying to figure out the balance of it all. So that's called Cherry Red Sweet Escape. And then I'm also producing Dreamers Unite, which you mentioned, and I am a host on that show. And that really is all about what it says, dreamers coming together, us sharing our stories, uniting, unpacking what it takes to reach our goals and our visions and and help those dreams manifest. I love so much, and I've told you this privately, but I'm going to say it again, that Sherry's an example of if you can't find the work or you feel like you're having a lull in having work within the entertainment industry, she created it. I mean, she (laughs) wrote her show and it's, I mean, she's not saying it's, she's having conversations with really big networks right now and it's so exciting and I'm so thrilled because we started, we met 20 plus years ago in acting class and here 20 years later, girl, you're doing it. Oh, I could be more excited for you. Thank you so much. And I am grateful. And as Tyler Perry says, you know what? Nothing but the grace of God, really and truly. So I wanted you on because you're going to be moderating our conversation that we're going to be having next week with a panel of amazing Black women in entertainment. And the topic Mm -hmm. is racism in voiceovers and beyond, how to be a part of the solution. And I did a little Instagram live today talking about where VO stories went because it kind of fell off the face of the earth for a little while and where it's going and why I did not feel in my heart that it was right for me to moderate that conversation that I've been schooled in white exceptionalism for about mm-hmm. five minutes. And I really feel that this is an opportunity for me to shut up and listen. And so mm-hmm. you've been kind enough to moderate that conversation. And I just kind of wanted to give the, um, listeners, not only an opportunity to get to know you and who you are, since you're going to be the one leading the the discussion next week, mm-hmm. but also to maybe give a little glimpse as to why we're doing this and what the intention is. Well, yeah. I mean, when you called me up, you know, thank goodness, as you say, we are, we have each other on a speed dial, old school. <laughs> Yeah. But when you called me and said, you know, I really want to be able to be in this conversation because I feel there's something I have to say. There's something I want to do and to make it better to bridge a gap. You know, my ears certainly were open and I trust you. You said we go back for 20 plus years And I think one thing we've always been, Tina, is open and honest with each other. You know, it doesn't matter our background differences. There's so much that we celebrate that we certainly share because we are cut from the same cloth in so many ways, Mm -hmm. um, for sure, beyond just uh, being creative. We have some of the same similar experiences of our upbringing. And then obviously we have some experiences that are, are that are not the same culturally, 
you know, historically, all of that, so socially, all of that. So I thought it is a great way to maybe open the door to authentic conversation. And uh, I'm all about solutions. Even with Dreamers Unite, I have a series that's called Activate Your Voice because I think it's important. That's what we have is our voice. So we need to use it. And I thought it was really powerful when you said to me, which I'm honored to do, is to facilitate the conversation. You know, hey, maybe I just need to be quiet and listen. So Mm. hats off to you for that, because sometimes people don't understand that listening is really important. You know, I think that for people that might be kind of hesitant or nervous, shall we say, about this upcoming podcast in that feeling like, okay, is this going to be divisive? Is this going to be about the battle of Black Lives Matter? What do you say to that? Well, I would hope in my heart of hearts that by opening dialogue that people would not feel that they're threatened by it, though they could be. I'm not 100% sure why they would be in on some level. And then on another level, I understand that perhaps there's images or perhaps there's conversation that they see on, you know, in media or on social media that they feel uncomfortable with. And I think if people do feel uncomfortable, that's all the more reason why you need to tune in. And I agree that if you do feel uncomfortable, not only to tune in to this episode, but to tune into yourself and to ask yourself, what is this really about? Because I believe that the uncomfortableness isn't necessarily around our conversation, but what it's triggering for someone or the, the absence of not, not knowing, you know, we want to have all the answers and I don't know if the answers can be laid out A, B, and C as to what exactly can be done to start a healing here. Yeah. I listen, it's not, excuse my train going by. We tried to find a quiet area, but my house is like near trains, planes, and automobiles, it seems. <laughs> so uh, people like to stay in the familiar, mm-hmm. right? And people don't always want to be challenged. And they want to stay comfortable. You know, sometimes it's more comfortable for people to be in the space of, I didn't know that. Oh, I didn't understand that. I don't see anything, right? Because then we don't have to have any responsibility to do anything, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's a much larger issue. What we're really trying to encourage, I hope, is like you said, for people to listen and, and, you know, this movement, change, this dialogue, any change that happens starts from within. Yeah, so it is, like you said, not only tuning into the conversation, but tuning into yourself. If you do feel uncomfortable, then why? Are you the person that does, doesn't does really want to pay attention to what's happening around you? You know, let's be honest. There are people that don't want things to change, right? Mm-hmm. They're comfortable where they are, and they want to remain where they are with privilege. 
and everyone doesn't want to share in the piece of the pie, let's be honest. And that's just reality, right? But that doesn't mean that we can't offer a new perspective because sometimes it's just people can't see through a lens that they've never have had the opportunity to put on, you know? It's like a new pair of glasses. You know, sometimes you can't see, but you just need your, you need your lens adjusted. And then all of a sudden you can see clearer. So hopefully that's what will, will help with. If I may add, Tina, I think what you're doing is really courageous. I do. And you have your own challenges right now that I would love to just touch on. I mean, you're going through your own medical challenges, emotional, spiritual challenges um, with your own cancer journey. Yeah. You know, I feel, thankfully, feel like I'm through a lot of it physically. Now the emotional and spiritual piece, it's, it's, um, it's never ending, you know? And, mm-hmm. and, you know, for me, the cancer diagnosis was just kind of a um, pointed the spotlight on that, that there's a deeper dive if you will, that I needed and was yearning to take within myself. And so now when I see things uh, like the murder of George Floyd, like hearing stories from my black brothers and sisters that are, I I really do feel that I hear them in a way that I did not hear them before. Um, You know, do you think this would be in appropriate time to share about the pilot that you and I were working on years ago? Sure. I think it's a great time. As an example, talk about growth. I mean, part of it was my age, but part of it it was my own self-growth. So Sherry and I, decades ago, were a woman who's a writer for sitcoms, was writing a a sitcom for us. And it was like really exciting. Here we are in our twenties and I'm like, Holy Jesus, we are having a a show created for us. And it was kind of based loosely on our relationship and our lives. And she met with us separately and, um, as well as together and talk to us about our friendship and our lives, blah, blah, blah. And then we get a, a draft <laughs> of the pilot. Now, Sherry was married at the time. I was not. And her husband is a successful, he works in tech and, and very, very bright. And she made Sherry's husband a, what did he do? Did he steal? I don't know. He was like a criminal. That's He all was I a criminal. Yeah. He was and, some type of thief or something. Yeah. Right. And, and or stole cable TV or did something that was like, ste- I, I know it was stealing. And I, what I do know is it really upset you. Yes. And at the time, my 24 year old self was like, I got it. But I also, on the other hand, was like, well, Sherry, who cares? This is just like a show. It's loosely based on our life. Let's just get it sold. And move on from her kind of is what I was thinking. And I was thinking we're putting the brakes on. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Because it was perpetuating a stereotype. And I have said to you privately, I so apologize for not standing up for really taking a stand with you that that was just wrong. Like I said, part of it was youth and part of it was just not having the lenses, as you say, corrected and just being in my own world and being about my own needs on a real surface level. 
So I publicly say to you again, I'm sorry. Oh, you know, Gina, thank you for that. You know, I think growth and expanding the way we view the world is important. And I think teachable moments. And I don't think at that time that that writer ever understood what I was saying. No. She still felt justified. Mm -hmm. Um, And even with my character and your character was, again, you know, the classic sort of white savior, you know, saving the day versus the black troubled woman and her, you know, thieving husband. You know, like you said, it was just perpetuating more stereotypes. And I think for me, what was so hurtful was because she didn't see me. I think had she seen me, and maybe we have even had a conversation because, look, there are situations where people's lives are different. You know, Black people are not all managers and professionals. And, you know, as long as there's authentic storytelling going on, that I think is good and it's positive to have authentic and all types of stories. But when you are responsible for creating and writing a piece. And we've asked that we thought we were pretty interesting, right? And we thought our relationship and the and the stories that we had in mind and all the ideas that we gave her, it was just interesting that it all boiled down to really what she could only see, what all that she was only capable of seeing. Like she really didn't take into consideration our stories, our input, our creative ideas, or even, again, just acknowledging, you know, truth. So I don't know, as a writer, I hope that she has grown by now. Television certainly has changed in so many ways since then. Our stories are being told more. Black women are on the rise into producers and writers and directors So that's all a positive thing. But I will say, I hope that it was a teachable moment at some point. I hope that her eyes and her lens changed and shifted. And I'm grateful that yours did. Absolutely. So you will be moderating the discussion once again, which is racism and voiceovers and beyond how to be a part of the solution. I Love you to death and thank you. Where can folks learn about Dreamers Unite? Oh, you can follow us uh, on YouTube or, and hit subscribe. Dreamers <laughs> Unite with Sherry Pullum. We have our YouTube channel. You can also check me out on Facebook under Sherry Pullum. Instagram, we are at Dreamers Unite Show. And I just started on Twitter, Dreamers Unite underscore you're all over the place girl thank you i love you and i thank you to pieces for taking the baton and leading this discussion for me oh tina listen there's no person that i'd rather run this race with than you thank you my love thank you sherry guys i love her perspective on perhaps we need to put on another set of lenses Perhaps we need to have a new perspective. Perhaps we need to have our lenses adjusted, so to speak, the metaphorical lenses that we look at our lives through. 
to really begin to see that we can be a part of the change, a part of the healing, offering a new perspective, a new way to see things. How beautiful is that? And we can grow. All right. Until next time, here's to owning our voices.